Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Defense, Bharat Shakti.in's own podcast. I'm Brigitte Chatterjee, editor Bharat Shakti.in. We're going to be talking today in continuation of our technology series that we've been running. And this is technologies that are emerging technologies, technologies that may be also called disruptive technologies. I have with me Commander Milan Kul Freista, who runs a company, Aikai Rose, that works in the field of Industry 4.0 technology for making tailor-made solutions. The company also conducts regular training workshops on manufacturing execution systems. Our talk today will be primarily about modern trends in the shipboard naval guns. Welcome, Commander Kultschrester. Good morning. Uh, nice to be here, sir, with Bharat Shakti. Uh, Commander, we'll be talking about naval guns today. And the first question that comes to my mind is the fact that, uh, you know, with missile systems also available for protecting your naval platforms, etc. Why the requirement to at all of going back to the naval guns on board warships and what makes them advantages as compared to missiles, really? A very interesting question because uh, there is uh, not much uh, written and, you know, heard about the naval uh, guns. But uh, naval guns have been in uh, use for last few centuries. And they were mainly used for uh, fighting against uh, the adversary uh, warships and the men. A major technical uh, evolution which took place was uh, before the World War II, where a lot of automation of naval guns uh, took place and the director to make them more accurate when you are firing them. What had also happened is after World War II, by mid-century, last century, we had anti-ship missiles also which evolved and they were far more accurate, faster when compared to the... High, uh, the large caliber, heavy caliber guns which were being used by that time on board the ships. And they were far more deadlier than uh, using slightly inaccurate gun mounts. So uh, there was always a tilt between both of them. Now guns themselves, naval guns themselves had a lot of uh, benefits, which was also studied and strategically. Now the naval guns and the missiles, they, uh, the surface missiles, they complement each other presently. And that is what has become the standard fit for the Indian Navy also. Coming to some very specific advantages of naval guns over the missile is, like guns have now improved. Now they have improved the probability of kill and the accuracy has gone up. Earlier during World War II, we used to have many guns. Now with one main gun, one or two main gun, we are able to achieve the same as accuracy as was desired earlier. The radar, optoelectronics and infrared sensors also have uh, been... Uh, effective in improving the the accuracy of these guns. In peacetime, missiles are not usually utilized. And for roles like what Navy keeps uh, doing is like anti-piracy role, you don't require to fire a very expensive uh, missile against uh, the pirate uh, small boats. And guns are more effective there. A large number of rounds are available for uh, the gun on board a ship. Like when we talk about the high caliber guns, we have got hundreds of rounds. And when we come to like rounds, like 30 mm rounds, we have thousands of rounds on board. However, when it comes to the missile system, we can only have few of the missiles, like 6 to 20 missiles, which can be uh, kept on board. So guns are always advantages for, you know, the, the low cost uh, targets, because there is always a comparison. You cannot be firing a, a cross worth of missile on a small boat. The missiles have some anti-jamming techniques which have come in. However, when you fire a shell, uh, nobody can stop a shell which is going ahead. Even if you use 30mm guns to shoot down few of the shells, but the amount of ammunition required uh, to bring down the shells is uh, more. So there is always a very clear-cut benefit which guns have got, or the gun mounts as they are called on board the warship, uh, vis-a-vis the missiles. All right, as I see it, uh, they complement each other. 
missiles and guns. You need missiles okay. for certain targets, and you need you can't have uh, those many missiles for all targets. So there you employ your guns. Well, yeah. thank you. I think there's a very clear an explanation. I, uh, and my next question, I would request you to comment on two things that comes to my mind. And the first one is what are the types of gun mounts that the Indian Navy uses? And the second one, the specific roles of these guns on board a ship. To be a little more specific than what you have already perhaps touched upon. So uh, the uh, Indian Navy follows a very standardized procedure for uh, the gun mounts. I can broadly categorize them into the medium range guns, the close-in weapon systems, and the small arms. Uh, we will not be detailing the small arms here, uh, like machine guns and all, though they are available on board because they don't fall in the category of the naval gun mounts or the naval guns we are talking about. So going by the modern trends, though Indian Navy has been using the guns since uh, independence, they had their own supply of gun mount from UK and other countries like Russia. But coming specifically to the modern trends, the Indian Navy has standardized the 76.2 mm as their MR guns, which they have got. We also had uh, 100 mm guns like AK-100, which came along with the ships which were imported. The AK-176, AK-726, these are 76.2 mm guns, which have been very, very uh, popular. But however, some replacements are coming in, like Automolera 76mm super rapid gun mount has now become the standard. So if somebody is trying to look at the gun mount in the MR guns range for Indian Navy, Automolera, which is also being indigenized by BHL Haritwar. So this has come in. AK-60, when it comes to close-in weapon system, close-in weapon systems are used for specific uh, targets to shoot down the incoming missile. Rather, it's a last resort when uh, you have the missile uh, coming towards the warship. The AK-60 is a six-barrel, 30mm, a Gatling kind of a gun. Gatling is a very popular term in the gun uh, systems. And uh, earlier, uh, there was an AK-230 system. Again, it was 30mm, which had twin barrels. There is a single barrel uh, CRN-71, which also has come into uh, indigenization uh, in India. There were some early guns and all other guns used earlier. But coming to the modern trends and the roles which these guns have with Indian navies for obviously the surface warfare to shoot at the enemy uh, ships, or for that matter, the merchant vessels and oil tankers, whenever they are engaged at sea and they require to be stopped or a fishing vessel carrying uh, pirates. So mostly the guns are used here. When it comes to anti-warfare, uh, anti-air warfare for any ship, so any incoming aircraft and the missile, we use the close-in weapon systems and the MR guns also are presently being used because they have become more accurate. Uh, they fire five to 6,000 rounds, these uh, AK-60 kind of uh, guns, and uh, rapid fire with 30mm shell. The fragmentation and the kind of uh, the shells which are used are very uh, different here. The anti-piracy role, definitely uh, when you have some uh, anti-piracy operation, guns are more than effective to you know bring down the pirates or stop their boats. The warning shots are usually fired when uh, whenever intercepts uh, is being done. The more popular uh, part of this is the shore bombardment using the naval guns. So the ship comes to the coastal area and fires in the, the shore uh, to support various operations over there. And uh, obviously the littoral warfare uh, has got small guns which use uh, these kind of popular mandates to use. The last part is the 127mm gun. There was a discussion going on with the US for the supply of that. Probably they are not coming now. But uh, these are the large-caliber guns which Indian Navy was looking for. Well, that's a quite a big variety. I'm, I have no doubts. That's why perhaps you have a gunnery officer separate cadre almost there in the Navy. You require yeah. it for buying so many kinds of guns. Uh, well, my next issue is, Commander, you talked about again the issue a little bit when you were answering the last question. It's about indigenization. It's about Atmanirvata. It's about self-reliance in the manufacture of naval guns. 
what are we doing? So uh, just to carry forward with the gunnery of uh, part, so there is a popular term uh, which is used in Navy is son of a gun. It comes from all the Royal Navy and all. Not a nice term to talk about. So uh, coming to the indigenization part. So uh, as recent as uh, September 2021, as a, a major boost to defense production under the Make in India initiative, obviously under the Atmanirbhar program, Goa Shipyard has placed an order on Bharat Electronics VHEL, Bharat Heavy Electricals Limited Bharatwar, for supply of an upgraded 76mm SRGM, the super rapid uh, gun mounts, uh, for the triplet uh, class frigate, which, has been, which are being manufactured under TOT with the Russian side at uh, Goa Shipyard. So the SRGM is indigenous version of the Otomalara gun mount, which is a well-established technology of 80s and have been upgraded uh, with the various electronics. The upgraded SRGM has the capability to fire different types of ammunition to engage fast maneuvering and non-maneuvering radio frequency guided targets. The upgraded SRGM has the capability to fire advanced ammunition with higher range and programmable ammunition. So the best part is it is being manufactured within India at BHEL Hardwar. So what happens once you install it? The uh, installation, maintainability and further exploitation of the gun is a very critical factor, especially in the sea environment. So whenever uh, we were maintaining the gun mounts on board the ship, so for small components and parts, again, the demand had to go back to the OEM, let's say, in Russia. Now, with this being manufactured within India, it is going to be big boost for the maintenance of this gun mount because all the parts and the subunits would be locally available. The uh, BHEL is manufacturing the major aluminium assemblies and all the other parts. The other indigenization effort which has come in is for the CRN-71, uh, which is being used by Coast Guard and OPVs, very suitable for them. This is a, basically the Medak gun which was there as a naval version, which is called CRN-91. It's a 30mm gun, which is very popular now with the Navy. Now, what happens in Navy is that when the platform is moving, it has to have a triaxial stabilization, which is done at the fire control solution part. The guns don't themselves have this direct stabilization. It is indirectly put as a fire control solution problem. And these CRN-71 have been pretty um, useful in these kind of applications. So it has the dual feed mechanism. The cannon is guided by electro-optics as may be required. Furthermore, indigenization of AK-60 uh, naval guns also has been taken up uh, with the ordnance factories. The gun factory uh, Kasipur was there. Uh, the factory indigenization for AK-100 ammunition, AK-60 ammunition, and other SRGM ammunition is also a very popular mandate, which uh, you know a private industry can be looking at. The mechanical components of guns like rollers, bushes, catch units, etc. are continuously required on board the ship. And these kind of indigenous efforts are going to be putting India at a very good position. Right, that's a lot. But uh, I don't think you mentioned much about the private industry. Are they not in it in a big way as yet? I have, so has something been done to open the expertise, etc. that they have as yet? Are you aware of anything like that? Yeah, a lot of effort has been put by the indigenization unit of Indian Navy to get the gun components manufactured. But manufacturing a gun as a whole is a big activity which can only be taken by big players who are in the private industry. However, they have been limited more towards the army-oriented gun mounts. And it would be highly recommended that if they can try out the shipborne guns, because there's a lot of future, uh, because the Navy follows a very standardized procedure of guns. A gun amount which would have come 40 years back remains in service for that long.
So there's a very good plan and uh, I, I would encourage private industries to get into this. They have a understanding that roll and pitch and other factors are going to be in as a part of the gun. Let me clarify, it comes as a part of the fire control system, not the gun mount. So the gun mount remains exactly same. Medak is a very good transition of an army gun which got put on the uh, ship, on board the ship as CRN-71. So more and more transition from the army guns to the naval guns should take place. Right. That's exactly what I was talking about, actually, Commander. But anyway, let's go further a little bit and let's talk about modern trends or tell me, say, future trends in as far as gunnery is concerned, as far as the gun design is concerned for shipboard naval guns, of course. What are we looking at? And this is something, perhaps this is an area when we talk about what we need in the future, where you must also co-op the industry and co-op the R&D establishment together so that they can produce a product which is current then in time. That's what is uh, my opinion. But uh, anyway, let's have it from you. Uh, what are we doing about future trends in this particular thing? How are we pursuing our interests? So, uh, uh, future trends is actually no more a future. A lot of uh, navies are already trying out, especially the advanced navies are already trying, uh, trying out some of these technologies. But starting with the Indian Navy, to encourage everybody to look at this aspect of indigenization of present and the future uh, gun systems on board the ship. Uh, within this decade, Indian Navy is uh, looking at reaching a strength of 200 ships and about 500 aircrafts. So Indian Navy is growing and it is growing for the right reason with the Indo-Pacific threat coming in. So again, as clarified earlier, Indian Navy is looking at the MR guns and close-in weapon systems mainly. When we talk about close-in weapon system, AK-60 is one of the pop popular uh, gun mount, which is going to remain for some time within the Navy. So indigenization effort should be put more toward this, including improvement in the case of, you know, the rate of firing, improved ammunition such as advanced hit efficiency and destruction. There's a hit kind of ammunition which is there in the world. These are the things which can be indigenized uh, within India. Uh, the Coming to the... I, ca I cannot say future trend because it's already been used, is the three potential new ship-based self-defense weapons for the Navy, which is the solid-state lasers, SSLs as they're popularly called, the electromagnetic railguns, and the gun-launched guided projectile GLGP, also known as the hypervelocity projectile. So these are the three main systems which are going to be coming in other navies within this decade or so. Uh, Navy service ships in potential combat situation uh, against the adversary is going to be facing more of UAVs coming in to attack the ship, uh, more of surface-to-surface -surface missiles being uh, shot towards the Indian Navy uh, warship. So how do they protect? They can keep firing the surface-to-air missile, but the number is limited. Your guns also have a limited amount of ammunition, as they call it, formal word is the depth of magazine. So at some stage, we required some kind of uh, new generation weapons which can keep firing unlimitedly. So that is where the solid-state uh, laser or the high-energy laser weapons on board the ship comes in. The other is the rail guns, which are going to be very popular because they just require the electricity from the ships and ships are already generating the electrical power. So using these uh, static kind of weapon system, which are non-explosive kind of thing, the future is going to be more for these systems to be put on board the warship. Just explaining the lasers, um, they have already evolved as a major solution. And uh, railguns is a technology which is well known. Uh, what it has got, just to explain in a minute's time, the shell is held between the two metal rails inside an armature. Okay, so it's an electromagnetic principle by which a huge electric current is passed through the rails, generates a magnetic field, and the projectile is launched. The shell goes up to a speed of 5 Mach and it is unstoppable. 
and this can be fired all the time. The guns of the future are going to be more on the technology base and it is advisable that uh, the technology which is available with DRDO and the Ministry of Defense with the private industry and the academia, a coupling should happen for these futuristic weapons as we see today. And we need more private industry to get into this for their advantage and for the advantage of Make in India. Right. Uh, thank you, Commander. Thank you so much for uh, having spared your time for us. I think we've had a very lucid explanation of naval gun systems on board ships, how we really defend our assets in high street. Uh, thanks again for joining us. Thank you very much. And thank you, listeners. Thanks for joining us. And please do join in now and then, and you will find such interesting stories on BharatShakti.com. Thank you.